0: Live on the Mule Sports Network, it's Muhlenberg Girls Basketball. Brought to you by MikeDragosports.com. The best high school sports coverage in Berks, the new Birdies Inn at 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers Ravishing Ryan Lino Weaver and Cardiac Chris Zainer.
1: Well, I guess those nicknames are sticking.
2: Yeah, they are, sadly.
1: But, hey, <laughs> what can you do? Welcome from the uh, newest mecca here in Berks County. Good Lord, this place is gorgeous. It the brand-new community athletic center at Governor Mifflin High School. Well, really, the entire complex. Yes. Uh, but here at Governor Mifflin in Shillington, where we await the Governor Mifflin girls taking on at Muhlenberg as Muhlenberg Fresh off of two straight victories, and then you have Governor Mifflin coming in off three straight wins. So something's got to give here tonight. Something does have to give, and uh, one of these two teams will
2: not be happy coming out of here. I mean, both teams, like you said, coming in with those win streaks, and something's, it's either going to be a really good game or one team's going to outshine the other.
1: Uh, it could certainly happen here. Like I said, the two wins that Muhlenberg has had over the past Week or so, uh, it's been two Thursday games. Really, they beat Ole Valley sixty-five sixty uh, back on the eleventh. They had a week break, and then they eked out a two-point victory against Exeter. And then they uh, round out here tonight uh, as a very busy week. They have three games this week. They have at Governor Mifflin on Monday, Twin Valley on Wednesday, Burke's Catholic on Thursday at home. Oh, oh yeah, it's it's not going to be fun. Yeah, uh, Twin Valley not. Awful, but uh, they are four and ten. They're technically second in Burks two right now. Burke's wow. two is a hot mess. Burks two's always been, a, <laughs> been just a hot mess. Exeter currently leading that uh, with a three and three league record, ten and five overall. Second place is Twin Valley, where they've gotten two out of their four total victories this season. They're in second place at four and ten. Wow! With a real world possibility of winning the section at the end of the game at the end of the day. So. Uh, that will be interesting. Uh, we've will play Boone. We've already played Wiser. Uh, that was actually the last game that we called, believe it or not, back yeah, on January the fifth uh, for the girls. So it's been a long seventeen days, and like I said, they uh, racking up two victories here. Uh, the big one, obviously, Oly Valley was a was a great one, sixty-five to sixty, a twenty-one to six run by them in the third quarter helped them pull away Oly. Uh, was leading going into halftime by three. Uh, They ended up trailing by a dozen going into the fourth. Uh, They peeled back seven of those points, uh, 25 to 18 in the fourth quarter, but Muhlenberg did a fantastic job in the fourth quarter, at least keeping pace. Uh, Very often we've seen just a a slacking off. Uh, Slacking off is a strong term, but you see a dip. Uh, You know when those things happen. Usually it's not two high-scoring quarters Mm -hmm. back-to-back, but that time they scored 39 points in that second half to uh, eventually run away with a five-point win.
2: And, I mean, that's uh, huge. I mean, one of the things that stands out to me is Martir was on fire that game with 23 points. She was seven from eight from the free-throw line, and the other one, the other leading senior right behind her, Peyton Brill. Uh, Once those two catch fire, it's hard to stop that team. I mean, because then now you have Hightower Apprentice. We saw her when our first game back there come is. in. She was back. And she had a Baker's dozen against exactly. And so once those two guards get going and can start pushing the ball, passing and everything, they're going to get double teamed, and that leaves somebody open. And that's a huge thing for this Muhlenberg defense because then they can finally start expanding that offense instead of just straight up running it between two people.
1: And then not only did they beat Ole Valley by five, Ole Valley, by the way, leading Burks four. They were 5-0 and in league play, still are technically, uh, but 12-3 and overall. say what you want about Burks five, but you beat a team who's winning, going away mm-hmm. uh, a lot of this season. And now that they're starting to get into it a little bit, yeah, they were beating up on Kutztown and Tulpahawken and Daniel Boone. and They beat Antietam 52-4. to so, Jeez. you know, you play a Burks one team, it's a little bit different. And that time they picked up uh, just their second loss of the season at that point. Uh, going into there, uh, they were 12 and 1. Wow. wow. Not, not too shabby there by the uh, Muhlenberg girls. And then they turned right around the following week and played Exeter, who was leading Burks two, as we mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, they were 10 and 5, well, 10 and 4 going into that game. Uh, obviously, with Grace Reedy, they held Grace to 16 points. Not many teams could say that they held Grace Reedy to 16 points. She was 7 of 10 from the line, only four field goals. Uh, A bit of a downturn for her, but, okay, okay, downturn, meaning she scored 40 against Twin Valley on the fifth. Yeah. (laughs) 25 against Weiser, 20 against Berks Catholic, uh, you know, hitting double digits there. She didn't go to the line once that game. Uh, So she certainly had her big games, 34 against Eastern York, uh, but they held her in check, only 15 points against Muhlenberg, and that's something that they should be really proud of moving forward. Yeah, it's
2: it's definitely something that should be one of their um, top momentum getters here is starting on that defensive end. We've seen when Peyton Brill's playing that top of the diamond and one, she's that one, and she's playing the top of the arc. Especially when they go to zone, she's that uh, intensity player when they need her. She plays the top, she doesn't let anything go through, she's trying to get in every passing lane she possibly can, and she's one of those really big defensive players for this team.
1: Leading the way in that one was Peyton Brill, 15 points for her. Liana Martir with 11, Alexis Garl with 9 in the win. And that was one where, again, another come-from-behind victory, this time by the Mules. They trailed by 5 after 1, by 8 after 2, and then they started clawing back. They were down 5 after 3, and then outscored Exeter 19-12 to 12 across the final stanza. I mean, they only scored 11 points in the first, quarter, first half. Uh, Exeter scored 19. It was not a barn burner by any stretch of the imagination. Good on them to come back with 32 points in the second half to pull away with a 43-41 victory, and really just a good momentum booster for them entering this last part of the season.
2: Yeah, and they need that momentum for this game. Uh, they're, let me go back. They're 1-5 in league play right now, uh, so they need to turn something around, and that needs to happen sooner than later.
1: I mean, taking a look at what the schedule looks like. We talked about Twin Valley, Berks Catholic the rest of this week. Uh, They also have Daniel Boone coming up uh, on Friday the 2nd. They have Wilson, which is going to be an extraordinarily tough match. Then they finish at West York and versus Reading High at home uh, in a game that they would like a a little matter of revenge. There, are losing by 17 back on the 8th. As Muhlenberg getting ready to uh, announce their starting lineups here. Well as Governor Mifflin. And it looks like they will shake things up just a smidge from previous lineups that we've announced here. For the Iris Iris We'll get the start. And then you have Peyton Brill coming out. You got Martir as well. You got Garl. And then it looks like Hightower Prentice mm-hmm. reinserting herself into the starting lineup. Like I said, she had a good freshman season. It's kind of fallen off here as of late, dealt with some injuries, I believe, and now back in action and a huge step for Muhlenberg to move forward here. Oh yeah
2: it gives her that little bit of size we talked about it last game it, when you have that little size especially in Burke 2 Burks 2 it's it's really nice uh, you'll be able to expand getting your rebounds putting them up and it'll help your team win in the end and you don't see a lot of height coming out of from Burks 2
1: taking a look at who they have in the starting lineup for them. I got Super and Koenig out of that. And apologies, we were running a little bit late today. Dealing with uh, no heat at my house currently. Ah. So that's a fun adventure. We can talk about that <laughs> after the National Anthem coming up right now. Fresh eight minutes up on the board. We do have the uh, Mifflin lineup here in front of us. So they will get started on the court with Brooklyn George, who is... And forgive me, there's a lot of freshmen on this roster, so uh, I'm just going to be repeating myself an awful lot. Gotcha. So you do have number three, Brooklyn George, uh, who acts as a uh, kind of a point forward of sorts. She can play both, uh, so a really good swingman for them. Uh, they also have number 10 out there, Bridget Martin. They have number 11, Bella Super. And they also have number one, Kira Estrada. Oh, yeah, and then uh, one other senior, which is uh, Koenig, is out there as well. Gotcha. Taylor Koenig, number 23, as Hightower Prentice wins the tip. It ends up going between Martier and number 11, Super, and now they're going to have Super and Martier jump it up. <laughs> and that time, Mifflin coming away with it. I would have thought that I would have needed to stand. We're up here on the track as a three put up from the left corner by Super is off the mark. But uh, all glass right here. Yeah, It's it's actually kind of nice. I can look right through it like I'm watching TV.
2: Yeah, I I was kind of surprised by that when I walked in. It's It's a really nice facility.
1: Garl has her pass picked off. Driving the lane, kicking around, Koenig a three. That one's short. Ball tipped out of bounds by Garl. It will stay with the Mustangs.
2: The turnovers start early.
1: No shortage of uh, scoreboards in this place, by the way. There's four of them.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Holy crap.
1: Seems a little excessive. Another three. That one too strong. Putback attempt, no good. George with the initial miss. Super with the missed putback. Mifflin, another offensive board. They'll restart the offense. Swing it around, another three put up this time by Martin. Martin air balls. Koenig saves it from going out of bounds, finds the mitts of George. Estrada driving, spinning, losing the basketball, kicking out. Koenig step back three, that time too short. Finally, Martir grabs a defensive rebound, and the Mules can finally get back on offense. Man,
2: it was raining early, to be honest. They were just pulling up from three. They did not care. Unconscious.
1: That's, yeah, that's a different confidence. Holy a three-by-Martier off to the left. Mifflin. little ball fake. But really, they're just saying, all right, Muhlenberg, you want to play a 3-2 zone. They're just going to spread everything out as Koenig. Too many steps. Turn the ball over. But Mifflin content to work four around the outside of the arc looking for threes, spreading that Muhlenberg defense out, especially in the corners.
2: Oh, yeah, especially because now they're running that 3-2 zone, and they're not coming out and pressing those three. They're letting them out there. It's like they want you to come out and get them, and that team is just playing inside the paint, and they're taking away the paint as much as they can. It's just you got to also be able to guard outside.
1: Keyless called for the travel. Belong back to Governor Mifflin. Almost two minutes gone by. Neither team finding the bottom of the net. We'll have a chance here. That one also off the mark by Estrada. And finally a putback by Super is good. And that'll be a 30-second timeout taken here by Muhlenberg. <laughs> As I, I was just thinking, he's... Um, I would have said the exact same words. Yeah, he literally he called a 30... Per, 30-second timeout to just say, listen, now we start working. Mm -hmm. That's over. Now we get to work. Yeah, I literally was
2: about to say, I mean, they look like they came out flat foot. There's no intensity to get to the ball. There's no intensity to cut to the basket. There's no intensity to get the ball in your hands to make a shot. And it's just that he noticed it, and he called that timeout, and he called that out right away.
1: Usually Martir is good at listening skills. And Brill, for that matter will swing it over. Achilles, a three. That one's short. Hightower Prentice, the offensive board. Teardrop floater Ooh. off the mark. Garl, another offensive board, and she's going to get called for a well, – oh, it's going to be a jump ball. I think she's lucky.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm fairly certain she traveled with that basketball because she actually jumped with it. I'm and fairly certain both feet left the it, ground. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that, but Mules will stay with it. Hightower Prentice grabbing the – Martier miss and has it stripped away. Back comes Governor Mifflin. 2-0 Mifflin and a three by Super. Wow. Gets the friendly bounce. What a bounce. Yeah, how about that?
2: Bounce off the side, bounce
1: off the backboard, and then comes right back in. Super with all five of the Mustangs points. They're coming out and running a little bit of pressure. Muhlenberg able to break.
2: We're in that full court 3-2 zone. Now they switch to a 2-3 zone, and it gets picked off.
1: And Martir, yeah, that time an easy pass picked off. Going to get called for the cheap personal on Super, who has the easy layup. Super now with seven. Looking for eight at the line.
2: I mean, this team, we've seen them do their thing. They're used to playing man a lot more than playing zone. And when they play zone, they just – if they're not passing the ball well, it's very hard for them to get in there and penetrate. I mean, yeah, you have two of the taller people on the court, but if you can't get the pass inside to them, it's, it's not going to work well in your favor.
1: Super swishes that one. She has all eight of the Mustangs' points here in the early going now. She's on a roll. Not bad. Trying to get it ahead to Brill. Brill faces one on three. Her pass is tipped and picked off. Yellenberg just some bad passing here early. And another three put up by Mifflin. And if it's not a putback attempt, they don't want anything inside the arc. Yeah. And working against that 2 3 zone. That's how you beat the zone. Oh. It was a nice find by Hightower Prentice, but Garl lacking the finish. She jumped a while, she
2: catched it, and she tried to put it up, and it just bounced off the backboard, comes straight back.
1: It was a nice find, better passing for sure. A left corner three this time, rims out, back down underneath. Putback is no good. Now finally, Garl grabs the bouncing ball. As we see Mia Vasquez into the game for the first time.
2: It's a very different Mules team coming out here. I mean... I'm surprised by a little bit of the lack of effort to get to the ball on their own end. Ball Um, goes out of bounds. And, I mean, it's not bad. It's just we usually see them coming out fast-paced, Martyrs getting the ball where it needs to be, and they're usually getting inside a little bit more. It's just they look a little lackluster today, look a little tired.
1: It's almost like they took an Ambien before tip-off. Maybe. (laughs) I hope not. Still scoreless here over halfway through the first period as that one – thrown out of bounds in the direction of Hannah West. Also fresh into the game. West, another one of those freshmen. Multi-positioned. But yeah, listen, 2-3 zone. You don't break it by dribbling. You break it by passing. And how do you break it by passing? Good, crisp, quick passing. You know, maybe you have, right now they're working Garl in the triangle, and you have her right in the middle. Now they get it down to her. That's where you starting seeing the difference. You can get it into Garl. She's able to kick it out as Keeley's a three. No good. But, yeah, I mean, that's always what you're taught. How do you break a 2-3 zone? Quick passing, good passing, crisp passing. And Muhlenberg, none of that here in the first five minutes. Another three put up. Another offensive rebound as Martir and Vasquez, and we're going to get a comical – I'm just kidding – it's not going to be a jump ball like it was at the start. Tallest person and shortest person on the court going after it. Yeah. Now, this time, uh, Governor Mifflin with the possession arrow. They're not afraid of uh, changing things up a little bit as Martin and Super back in.
2: Mm-hmm. Changing the look of that offense, changing their size, if they can get a little bit more off of
1: something. Super. Outside currently. Nobody on her. They'll swing it all the way around. Right corner three by Koenig. That one misses. Ball tipped out of bounds and it belongs to the mules. As that time coming crashing through, it looks like was George. Knocks it over the end line.
2: I mean there's not there's not a lot I can say. I mean, I'm just noticing the intensity is just not the same and that's what my main thing is. And like, Once this intensity changes, I think it'll be a little bit more on Muhlenberg's side.
1: Pass picked off. Super's layup attempt is nullified by the rim. Martier loses the handle. Super picks it up. It's a three-on-two for Mifflin. They'll kick it out. A three bounces off the backboard. Kona grabs the offensive board. No good. Finally, Martier picking it up off the ground.
2: I think they also switched to man to see if they could change a little bit of something.
1: On Martier just dribbling up against multiple defenders and she gets called for 5 seconds, I believe. Who now it's going to be an offensive foul. Mhm. And I can't quite tell who it was against.
2: I'm pretty sure it was against Martier.
1: Like Martier with a uh, bit of a push off there, it looks like trying to work her way up the court. That'll be her second foul, team second. Mifflin still with none to their credit. Or discredit, for that matter. Now Muhlenberg coming out with a little bit of effort as splitting the double team and working their way to the bucket was Martin and a foul on the court. It'll be on Brill, two upcoming for Martin.
2: I mean, now the team's looking a little bit better on their rebounds. They've been able to get their rebounds. You can see it a tad bit. It's shining through. Hightower Prentice is putting in that little bit effort more to get that rebound. It's just... I mean, other than that, they're n- the passing is looking well. It's just these turnovers. They already have seven turnovers to Mule- Governor Mifflin's three. It's just been lackadaisical passing. It, it has. really has. It's
1: been a lot of telegraph passes as the second one is no good by Martin. Martin finally getting on the scoreboard, coming just the second Mule player <laughs> as Super had scored all eight points prior. Now we have slightly better passing for Muhlenberg as. Trying to work it inside to Garl. Garl underneath. Got it to go. First bucket of the game for the Mules comes with under a minute 30 left here in the first. Still just a seven-point game for all of the lack of scoring. You're not terribly far off as Koenig drops in a triple. Dare I say it. Now it's a ten-point margin. (laughs) Yeah. I had to do it. I had to. It's just there. Martira is taking a seat on the bench with her two fouls. Ball tipped. We'll stay with the mules. I'm not quite sure if she is hampered by some type of injury. I saw her trying to sprint Mm -hmm. length of the court and wasn't quite as uh, quick as we were used to. Hightower Prentice has her pass rejected right back into her face. Now she'll eye up a right corner three too strong. Garl has it drop into her hands, and it goes off her fingertips out of bounds. I mean, Heck, coaching, looking for a foul there as they think that they got her arm.
2: Yeah. I mean, Hightower Prentice, is, that was one of their – how many threes have they had now? I think maybe three on how many times they've been able to get down the court without throwing a bad pass. I mean, they got to start trying to ignite some kind of flame.
1: And that time, Brill getting in a passing lane, knocking it into her own bench.
2: That would be a good start. It is. They look like they started stepping up a little bit, but we don't know if that will continue.
1: Still are the Alm- zones. Almonte in the game as another triple. Go ahead and count it for Super. She's got 11. This could get bad real quick. Prentice, down low to Garl. Garl. Slams it off the backboard. Koenig pokes it out of bounds. Stays with the mules.
2: They're finding that pass inside now to Carl. I mean, hopefully they can start getting her inside because then they'll start dwindling that offense on the outside because this team running that 2-3 defense, they're those two on the up front, I mean, they're really making you pass the ball. They're pressuring inside.
1: Shot no good by Brill. Ends up being rebounded by Estrada. Ball lands on the floor, picked up by West. Gets it to Koenig. Now Estrada will get things started again. Four seconds left. Koenig trying to put up a floater. Gets bailed out. Drives into a double team. Draws the contact. And Muhlenberg chance to go down by 15 here in the first.
2: Yeah, it's not ideal for the first. I mean, we've seen it that they come out flat in the first, flat in the second. Something has to – you can't be a second-half team. It's It can't happen sometimes because we've seen it before. If you have too big of a margin to come back from in the second half and
1: then you finally get those steps, it's just too late. Second by Koenig is good. Hits both. She has five. That'll do it for the first, 17-2, Mustangs on top. That one got away in a hurry here at the end. Yeah, it did. Wasn't I talking about a 9-2 game and seven points, and you're like, all right, for as bad as it is. Well, there you go, 17-2 to 2 after one quarter of play. We'll be back for the second when we return here on the Mule Sports Network.
0: For the best coverage of high school sports in Berks County, head to MikeDragosports.com. Winter means basketball, and Mike and his crew have it covered like no one else does. Game recaps, stats, team news, player and coach profiles, and analysis. No one does it like Mike. A subscription to MikeDragosports.com for pennies a day makes a great holiday gift for the sports fan on your list. Take advantage of their seven-day free trial. That's MikeDragoSports.com for the best sports coverage in Berks.
2: We're back.
1: Well, oh, that know. was a return. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> I, know I know why had why the volume so up all the way. Well, <sighs> anyway. 17-2 to two after one quarter of play. In a different universe, this game uh, was getting started. We were getting on the air about half an hour from now. Yeah. No JV game here this evening, so that's why we're on the air at six thirty. Yeah, Martir will stay on the bench. Nobody moving here on offense. Finally,
3: missing that daily basketball.
1: Oh, I- <laughs> Sounds like the audio is working again. It's, it's back. Hightower Prentice a Garl. Garl backing in on Vasquez. No good. Vasquez grabs the board. Prentice has been more than happy to oblige with that quick pass down low, and it's worked every time to at least get it into Garl. Now, Garl finishing has been a secondary feature. Mm-hmm. As a three put up by West is no bueno. Martir will re-enter. She'll take the place of Almonte.
2: It's not going well down there. It's not going well up here. Everything's just a mess today.
1: Well, they haven't played since last Thursday. Had a full weekend off.
2: Yeah.
1: Once again, just stagnant offense. Nobody moving, even against a zone, which is kind of the uh, antithesis of what you're supposed to do. Hightower Prentice with the air ball. Mifflin in transition, 2v2. He'll drop it off to Koenig. He'll swing it. George, a deep three. George off back iron. Martier grabs it in transition. She'll pull it back out. Looking for Brill. Brill thinking about making a cut, then floats back out beyond the arc. Real driving to her left. Stops, pops, floater of that one. Oh, so close.
0: Just bounced over.
1: grab by George. George leading the transition. Drives, kicks. Koenig, no-look pass out to the top. They'll swing it around. Now finally down low. Vasquez against Hightower Prentice. And Rihanna ends up hacking her on the arm. They'll send Vasquez to the line.
2: see a little bit more enthusiasm on that defense. It's just that, like you said, on that offense, they're just stagnant. They're not moving. Just stagnant. They just don't want I don't know if they want to get the ball. It's just now they're look.
1: still warming up. Now, look, on a, against a zone defense, not everyone needs to be moving, but there needs to be some movement mm-hmm. because you can't just allow them to sit back in the zone, right? Mm-hmm. You can't allow them to just sit back and let them dictate. You need to move that zone. And mm-hmm. that's how you do it with quick passing, right? It's Vasquez hits the first of two. Garl almost looked like she was afraid to grab the rebound. <laughs> I think Martir gets the credit for it.
2: I think it was Bruel with the rebound.
1: Now finally, Garl puts it up, throws it off the backboard. No good.
2: Trying to figure out that defense, and they Koenig
1: steps into one from the free throw line. Brill tracks down the miss in the corner. Well, maybe it is just having Brill handle the ball more here. She has a little bit more urgency as Martir dialing up one from long distance. That one tipped by Hightower Prentice out of bounds.
2: Okay. I mean, it looked like it was a little bit of mixture, kind of wouldn't know who was, but she made a call.
1: Ten and a half minutes gone by. 18-2. 18-2. to Those Mustangs can't really get anything started here. Mm-hmm. Super has been quiet, at least in the second quarter. Yeah. She's back, though, and taking on Garl, now against Martir, and we're going to have an offensive foul called against Super. Super, they're going to say that she extended the arm a little bit there as Martir went on skates as a result. Yeah, she did. There really wasn't much there. <laughs>
2: there wasn't a lot, but hey.
1: I didn't see an extended arm. No, I'm just I didn't I'm, I'm putting it out there now.
2: It's kind of like that uh that forearm shove.
1: Now a nice cut by Brill, Brill too strong once again off back iron. Muhlenberg with a little bit of urgency there is super her left-handed layup. Ends up going off of Kele's out of bounds.
2: I mean, the defense is looking a little bit more. They switched from that 3-2 zone to that 2-3 zone. You can already tell from the inbounds. That helps. So hopefully that changes that momentum switch a little bit. They're not coming out as much, but.
1: Well, and really it just changes as a nice reverse layup attempt. No good by George. Grabs her own miss. Put back no good. Still grabs her own miss. That's what we're talking about. This has to be at least 10 offensive rebounds already for Governor Mifflin. If we were actually keeping track of those, it would get silly. Oh, yeah. And then another offensive board. That one, once again, ball on the floor. Nobody goes diving for it. Gets it over to Koenig. Koenig puts up a three no good. Finally, Garl gets it, but she's double teamed near the baseline. Tries throwing it off of a defender and does so. It'll belong to the Mules.
2: A rebounding move, it, it probably is insane we've seen Garl and Hightower. It's every trip down there. the floor. Yeah. It's
1: every trip down the floor.
2: Half of these points are put-back points. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't do that.
1: Mules are doing a decent job at stopping the initial shot at Garl. There Left-handed layup drops it home. Second bucket for her, second bucket for the Mules.
4: What a Driving
1: block. in, swatted away by Hightower Prentice. Out to Super. Super trying to break down Garl. Ends up playing hot potato with it. Gets it out to Estrada. Now Super another three. That one too strong. That one should be a dead ball, and it is. That one jumped up and hit the shot clock. Jeez. But once again. But Obviously, they had to make that change from the 3-2 zone. The yes. 3-2, I mean, listen, it should be kind of obvious, uh, just by the name of it. You have three players up top, two at the bottom. What Mifflin was happy enough doing was just sitting players in the corners and chucking up three because the closeouts were not coming from the baseline, baseline players as Martier chucks up a three, and that one also hits off the shot clock. So they've at least made that adjustment here for the second quarter, and yeah. it seems to have worked. Mustangs have not had really any luck. It is just that one free throw from Vasquez. Mm-hmm. What a bizarre game. It's very just a bizarre, bizarre game. Very. I mean, <laughs> There's no other way to put it. It's, it's just been weird. It's 18-4 yeah. to four with over three minutes as Hightower Prentice gets her second swat in as many trips down the floor. Super trying the uh, fancy scoop layup there, almost picking it from her knees. Yeah. And uh, probably the easiest block that Hightower Prentice might get. Yep. Right off the inbound, though. No block there as Estrada grabs her first bucket. It's the first bucket for Governor Mifflin here in the second quarter. As that one goes in and out for the Mules. Martyr left hanging. Going in was Estrada, and I believe Chiles called for the personal.
2: Yeah. I mean, this team is looking a little bit different, especially with that 2-3 zone but that Governor Mifflin now is starting to drive more. We've noticed that that first quarter, they were letting it play from the three, and now they switched to that two-three. They're not letting them alone in the corners, and they actually have people closing
1: out in the corners. First one, no good by Estrada.
2: Seems like Governor Mifflin's a little bit more comfortable shooting the three than driving in from what I've seen so far.
1: Not that time is... Estrada drew the personal, misses both at the line, stays a 16-point game. It's Brill comes down with the board. 2.45 remaining here in the second. Martir stops, pops, too strong. is unable to rip it away from Vasquez. Back come the Mustangs. Lining up a wide-open three was Estrada no good. Once again, another offensive board, and Koenig puts it back up and in.
2: Jeez, man.
1: Stop me if I've said this before. <laughs> Koenig now with seven, and it's 22 to four.
2: That Yeah, those rebounds are killing the Mules right now.
1: Hightower Prentice, a three attempt from the right corner, goes off back iron. Koenig the board. Koenig trying to drop it to Super. Super just watches Hightower Prentice speed past her and drops it in. Super, her first bucket here of the second quarter. She has 13 in the leads of 20. They score in bunches. They, they do. You saw it in the first half. That was 7-0 or 9-0. Got a, you know, two-pointer out of them. Made it 9-2, and just like that, you blinked an eye, and it was 17 points as Brill drops a triple of her own. Her first bucket. Some life here for the Mules.
2: And hopefully that... If they switched defense again. They switched to man. And they went
1: back to man as a triple put up by Estrada's no good. Brill rising up for the rebound. Kiles thinking about driving in. Throws up the oh. floater too strong. Drew some contact, hit the hardwood, no call. Super. Out to Koenig. Long distance three. Jeez. Her second of the game, the fourth of the first half for the Mules and lead back up to 20. Under a minute to play here. Brill thinking about taking on Super. Super is just going up there. It's almost like a 1-3-1 that they're trying to play. Super at the top. It's almost like a weird diamond behind there. Like a 1-4, but not quite a box, like not a box and one. Yeah. But box and one's easy to decipher. Oh, yeah. That one, not so much. It's kind of an amoeba, but super, very much at the top of that defense. Oh, yeah. Muhlenberg, no good on the shot. It'll go out of bounds. Mustangs will likely hold for one with 41.3 seconds remaining. Garl will take a seat. Well, I tell you, and part of it is just the Mules working with a very short bench these days. They only played seven in their win against Exeter. Mm -hmm. And that can wear on a team.
2: It can, yeah, definitely, especially when they have these long seasons. Well, this week. Yeah. (laughs) When you
1: get three games in a week, you know, and you're running a seven-man rotation, it's extremely difficult. Is that one no good? Hightower Prentice grabs the board. Vasquez will be called for the personal.
2: (sighs) This team... There's a lot of potential with this team when they get hot. We've seen it when they're able to score, they're able to get good passing, they close out on defense, and that intensity's there. This team does really well. And here, it's just, they came out flat-footed. They're trying to pick it up. As we can see, they're switching to man, they're switching the zones. Oh, wow. Murtier takes a big hit from that steal.
1: That one initially no good, but then finally, George. Puts it back up and in, and that will do it here for the first half. Hopefully Martir is okay. Limping off the court here and taking a seat in the first spot that she could find. So hopefully she's okay here for the second half. Again, we talked about the short bench. That will absolutely rip at the shreds if Martir can't go here for the second half. Yeah, but 29-7 after two periods of play. We'll be back to recap the first half and talk about what's still left on the schedule here on the Mule Sports Network.
3: coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning now you can find it again at mikedragosports.com a website dedicated to covering Burke's football basketball and baseball inside and out for four decades mike drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burks basketball and now you can find it again at mikedragosports.com read feature stories about Burks county's top players coaches and teams game reports scoreboards and schedules breaking news and more Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragosports.com. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
0: As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others.
3: That's what we were taught, service before self.
0: But we do have one question for the veterans
1: listening. When is the last time you reached out for help?
0: If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out.
1: Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach.
3: Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's basketball, and now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Burks County's top players, coaches, and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news, and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to MikeDragoSports.com. You're
0: listening to Ryan and Chris on the Mule Sports Network.
1: Here we go. 29-7 after one half of play. Garl with four, Brill with three, and that's your halftime scoreboard update brought to you by the sponsors you just heard. <laughs> now, it's it's uh, been a rough first half. Two points in the first quarter, five in the second as... The Mustangs score in bunches to, uh, to pull away here, and it really has just been that. You know, it was a slow start for both teams. Mustangs came out. They were ahead 9 to nothing to start, 9-0 run, and finally get a bucket from Garl, and then after that, an 8-0 run to finish off the first quarter. And it was in quick succession that they just went from point A to point B, and before you even blinked an eye, it was a 15-point game. Uh, after one quarter of play. And that's really just been it. You know, we're Mm -hmm. down by 22 here at the break. And that first quarter really just did them in. You can't go down by 15. You just, you can't. I mean, even late, I was talking about, all right, there's a potential, hey, get into double digits. Get into, you know, get into just a single-digit deficit going into a quarter. And by that time, the damage was already done.
2: Yeah, the damage, it's... It's too tough to be, like I said earlier, it's too tough to be a second-half team. You have to come out firing at least, if it's not in the first, in the second, if not in the second, in the first. You have to at least come out and put up a fight in one of those first two quarters to keep it close. And we saw the first quarter, they didn't look like they were coming out to fight. They looked like they were a little bit tired. They were a little confused on offenses. The defensive switch, they got lost a couple of times and left someone wide open, and I mean – If Coach can bring that team back together and bring that structure back to this team, I think it becomes a little bit better. But I think this deficit is too much for them, especially going down so early.
1: Offense, they need a spark. Yes. Right? They they need a spark. They need somebody to step up here. And, you know, Garl with four, but she's had a whole mess of things in the interior. Uh, Brill with a three, but she's been relatively quiet. Martir has been very quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hightower Apprentice. You know, she's been doing a great job passing, you know, having entry passes from the corner mm-hmm. down to the low post to Garl. Uh, but outside of that, hasn't contributed all that much. So it really has just been a – let's put it this way, an exceedingly tough first half for the Mules. And on the defensive end, it starts and stops with rebounding the basketball. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if I could break that down any further. <laughs> uh virtually every single time down the court that there's been a Governor Mifflin miss, you could probably count on one hand the amount of times that it hasn't resulted in an offensive rebound and a second chance bucket.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's Especially why we saw that difference of when this team, when the mules switched from that 3-2 to that 2-3, we saw a little bit of the Governor Mifflin driving more. They weren't shooting the outside three. Um,
1: Theoretically, you shouldn't be able to do that against a 2-3 zone
2: I mean, yeah, but we saw that difference of they would spread still, and Mm -hmm. they put that one person inside instead of everyone condensing and then bringing one, two people outside the arc and, and having them shoot instead of they're trying to expand that defense, bring those gaps, and then they'll come in late, but that's where the boxing out has to come into play. They have to want to get that rebound and want to be able to make that play on the defensive end.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's nobody even jumping for a rebound. They're all waiting for it to drop into their hands. Yeah. And when you're not being aggressive going after rebounds, when you're not finding a body to box out, I mean, we're talking fundamentals. We're talking Mm -hmm. things that you're taught very early on that when a shot goes up, you find a body and you box them out. You know? Yeah. That's the one and only time that you're allowed to do it. Ball's in the air. You need to box out. And, you know, for uh, – man, it, it's just so frustrating because mm-hmm. you do have some height here, Hightower, Apprentice, Garl, just content to watch the ball try to fall into not even outstretched arms up top, but, you know, almost waiting for it to fall into the red basket. Yeah. And at that point in time, you're watching the smallest people on the court grab offensive boards as driving in that one just off the mark by George – Garl will grab the defensive rebound and then I believe that we'll have a uh, call here on the court for Mifflin. The fouls on Martin. That'll be her first. It's been a clean game, too. There really hasn't been much to complain about. Foul-wise, it's just been a lot of miscues by Muhlenberg.
2: Yeah, I mean, Muhlenberg in the first half alone, they had eight turnovers to uh, Governor Mifflin's four in the first quarter.
1: Brill dropping home the triple. It would be nice to get her started. Like, even if you're not going getting through uh, this entire contest unscathed, at least you can make a game of it. That triple there by Brill does the, just that. Back under 20. That oh, time we'll Martier coming up with the steal. Goes behind her back, trying to lead the charge. Going one on three, trying to draw the personal no good. Garl put back... Air balled. Hightower, Prentice in offensive board gets it to go. There we go. We
2: noted know- looking for the spark. There's the spark. This team has come out and they're running that offense. They're not afraid of the fast break and that's what we see them do their best. The
1: thing I wish that we had on our bench certainly is somebody that could come and add that sixth man spark. Somebody that's going to come in, play like their hair's on fire and give that spark. They don't really have much of a second unit. They're playing their best players as much as humanly possible. As that one goes in and out for the Mustangs. Goes out of bounds, blogs to the Bules.
2: This team's looking a little bit more on the intensity level. It's starting to come up a couple notches, and hopefully they can build off of that spark. Yeah.
1: But again, that's the only bad thing with a short bench. You know, If you don't have that spark on your bench, as Brill... Dialing another one from long distance. All she knows is how to th- shoot threes. She has nine all from beyond the arc. It's a 14-point game.
2: And uh, they came out with a with their hair on fire, I might as say.
1: <laughs> Driving in as Hightower Whoa. Apprentice called for the personal on Martin. For Rihanna, it's numero uno for her. Oh no. Let's try that again. It's dose. She has two. Numero uno for the Mules this half. Mm -hmm. First one, no good by Martin. And look, give Muhlenberg credit. They did clamp down a little bit on Mifflin there in the second quarter. Obviously not as much scoring by the Mustangs. 12 points compared to 17 in the first. The second one is good for Martin. Two points on two of four from the line. Mifflin was thinking about trying to take that inbounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 it's Muhlenberg inbounds. Brill breaking the press. Finally some life here. Hightower Prentice, a triple, no good. Grabs her own miss, put back, no good. Garl, got it to go and one. Garl didn't jump over a telephone book for that one, but still came home with the rebound and the putback. She jumped over to the girl that was in front of her, though. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's just like ru- outrunning the, uh, you know, slowest person when you're getting chased by a bear. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Blinking, you miss it. It's a 14-point game. Chance to make a 13 here for Garl. No good.
2: Just off the front.
1: Slams off the front of the rim. 14-point game. Mules making a game of it. Super. Putting Hightower Prentice in the spin cycle. Clip that one. Throw it up on TikTok wow. or whatever the youths do these days. <laughs> as Super spinning in gets two.
2: Now they're closing down Brill a little bit more. They're locking her up. They're putting her full full court press on Brill.
1: Brill, little head fake. Draws Super as a defender. Now Brill down there. I mean, she's literally just laying on top of the basketball waiting to be tied up. <laughs> Could have taken the timeout, I guess.
2: Yeah, you could have, but Could have.
1: Scoreboard says no timeouts left, but that's a lie. That is a lie. Keylase out of bounds. She'll inbound it to Garl as Koenig had no idea where she went. Martir dropping in, no good from the right elbow. Two-on-one opportunity here. Drop it across the lane. And Martin fouled again back to the stripe.
2: To be Brill taking that one. Brill I mean, she was on a two on one. I mean, she did the best she can, and I get it.
1: Brill called for her third personal of the contest. First one, goodbye, Martin. Well, it is a Homer broadcast, so I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, Martin's missed one of two from the stripe both times that she's gone, so let's see if it holds true. Swishes. Doesn't. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> 34-16, under five to play here in the third. Brill. Wait for everyone after they break that press. Swing it across. keylace down low. Swatted. Estrada got all of that one. Smallest player on the court just ripped it right away. Yeah. I mean,
2: like you said before, if you don't have the ball up where your shoulders are, where your head is, you're most likely going to get so, and that's what Giles did. She had it down there, and then she tried oh. to bring it up to
1: do layup. Martin got the switch that she wanted and lays it up and in. She ended up switching and switching and switching, and then finally got Garl, which is exactly what she wanted, going yeah. against the big. Ends up breaking her down. Easy layup. Martin now with five here in the second half. Ball skips out of bounds, stays with the mules. Four oh six left here, 36-16.
2: Their go-to passing lane has been shut down when they inbound. They usually go to Hightower, and then they'll bring it to Brill on the right side, but they've been covering Brill really heavily now.
1: Hightower Prentice, turn around. That one's swatted too. George got all of that one.
2: Jeez. I
1: don't know if it's just telegraphing exactly where you're going with it. I'm sure that's part of it. A wide-open three here for George. That one too strong. Hightower Prentice... Watches that rebound glean off of her, and they'll get it out to Koenig. Koenig, a three. Jeez. Welp leads back up to 23. Hightower Prentice dribbles in. Not much there. Kicks it out. Martir thinking three. Martir. got the three. Her first bucket Four. three points.
2: Hey. If you can start getting Brill and Martier getting on that offensive, get going on that offensive end, I mean, that's a huge turnaround.
1: Leads back to 20 as Koenig. Jeez. Easy as you like it. Lays it up and in. Splits a couple of defenders in a wide open lane for her. Brill. Telegraph pass there as Koenig tips it into the scorer's table. Some wholesale changes here for the Mules, or for sorry for the Mifflin, uh, Mustangs. Yeesh. Sorry, it's been a it's been a long couple of days for me. Yeah. No heat in a house will uh, do that for you. Oh yeah. Martyr, Steph Curry three from dead oh. ahead in and out.
2: Just rolls around the inside of the rim and comes right back out.
1: Artir thinking f- steel, instead super, thinking three. Vasquez grabs the board, looking for help, and ends up traveling.
4: Travel.
1: Not much of one. She just went from here to sheets. Yep. Just
2: tiptoeing. It's like a tap class.
1: Giles across midcourt. They'll pay a little bit more attention to Martir after she launched that three unconsciously. Now she gets to use a little fake. Drives, kicks to Brill. Brill, a little hand check there, nothing called. Ends up right inside the arc, getting two to go. Not bad by Brill, her first bucket from not inside, outside the arc.
2: Oh, my.
4: Koenig.
1: That was just handed right off to her by Vasquez and Koenig. Another bucket. She has seven here in the quarter. 17 in the game.
2: It's those cuts on defense.
1: And a foul by Super. On Martir coming up the court. Her second team's third. Minute 33 left. 43-21.
2: On the defensive end they look kind of confused. Like they switch to man then they switch back to zone and Sometimes I've seen Garl a couple times get confused which one they go into.
1: A three by Keylase off back iron. Koenig the board. Trying to get it all the way up ahead there to West. West unable to grip it. Gets to Martir and West called for the personal. (laughs) But yeah, finding out at 5 o'clock yesterday that Uh, You no longer have heat in your house has been uh, a real joy in my life. been uh, working off space heaters, which apparently we can have a couple running at the same time. Can't have more than three because it trips the fuses. Jeez. (laughs) But uh, through our hard work and efforts, uh, we've kept it a nice and balmy 68 degrees inside. That works. Good enough. Brill, another three. That one unlucky. Garl somehow ends up with it in her mitts think it gets swatted away, then off a Koenig out of bounds. Stays with Mules. Think I think I identified the problem. And should be able to fix it tomorrow. Hopefully. If hopefully. not, it's an HVAC tech to the rescue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, whatever works. I mean, especially in this cold times in PA.
1: Martyr at three. That one, once again, jumps up and smacks off of the shot clock. Another dead ball rebound.
2: These are some really
1: hard rims. They got to break in. They're brand new. Yeah, that's true. They didn't buy those pre-seasoned rims. Yeah. The ones that, you know, Shaq has hung on for uh, 30 seconds. (laughs) Another three put up by West. That one also in and out. Brill with Koenig bothering her. Splitting that 2-3 zone with some ease. Martyr teardrop air balls it. Garl put back no good.
2: The passing was good on that one.
1: Super ahead. Ten seconds left. Super looking for help. Ends up having that pass intercepted by Garl. And Garl getting called. Yeah. She got way too excited. Trust me, that's happened to me playing, too. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember a, a time in middle school that I had a wide open court. I had the smallest person in the court ahead of me, and I was on the left-hand side. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a left-handed layup, and I ended up flubbing the whole thing. Garl that time, way too much time and space to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and the ball ends up going over her head.
2: Going over her head, tries to get there, but. Yeah. I mean.
1: One second left. They'll try to put it up. It won't count, even if it was in time. This is Estrada too late with it, and that will do it. 43-21 at the end of three quarters of play. Eight more minutes left in this one. Mules, a lot of work to do. When we return here on the Mule Sports Network.
3: The new Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
1: Now back to the game on the Mule Sports Network. 43-21. We have eight more minutes left to play here in the fourth. Hightower Prentice, Garl, Brill, Martier, and Ashley Duran-Reyes into the game. And we're going to have an offensive foul called on Estrada. That was weird. That was weird. Not quite sure what it was. I mean, but it's her second. I will
2: say Martyr. She's been up on them. I mean, getting pushed a little bit.
1: Martyr into Hightower Prentice looking for Garl. She was wide open on the low block, just unable to get there. Keyless gets bowled over by Garl. A three by Super then, that one no good. Koenig put back, no good. Garl grabs the miss.
2: I mean, the defense is a little there, but hey, they're getting rebounds. We talked about it in the first half, they're getting their rebounds, that's a plus.
1: Martyr, her layup attempt, left lacking, back the other way, Super. That one hangs on the rim a bit and doesn't fall.
2: Seems like she took too many steps there.
1: <laughs> what is basketball? What are steps? <laughs> Let's get super esoteric with it. 7.13 left here in the fourth. A little stack formation, and they end up having Estrada. That's actually a really well-designed play. She misses the three. Super gets it. Dishes the Koenig, who has the easy layup.
2: she just start playing Dagestani basketball. You can run with the ball as much as you want, and you just put it up, and then if you want to wrestle a guy, you can wrestle.
1: There you go. <laughs> Achilles looking for help. Hightower Apprentice just content to sit there on the elbow, driving in as Martir dr- gets the contact from George. George saying, what the heck? I had two arms extended straight up, and Martier drew the contact on me. Mm-hmm. threw her body into me. How am I getting called? Yeah. But it will be the second team foul for the Mustangs. I mean,
2: I don't know if that was a play design, but Martyr, Hightower Hightier Hightower, ugh. Martyr comes around the outside back to Hightower Apprentice and Martyr's able to get inside after that.
1: I really like the, uh, the Mifflin play because I haven't seen that one. Yeah, They uh, basically run a stack formation, but then they utilize it like a double screen mm-hmm. that they just close all of that after Estrada came running through, blocking her defender. She did have a wide open three as mm-hmm. Mifflin will turn it over here. The mules will turn it over. Sorry, the mules will <laughs> turn it over. It's all right. You've been through the ringer a couple of days. Sheesh. Under 630 to play. Driving in, ball knocked loose. As Martin unable to come up with it. Keeles gets it to Garl. Garl wants that out of her hands as quickly as humanly possible. Yeah, she went
2: straight to the corner. Right to the
1: corner. And finally, eventually get it to Martir. They swing it across. Keelase driving in once again, right-handed layup attempt. Just throwing her body into the lane. Yeah. And a travel. Travel. Called against Martin. Slitter pivot foot. Jeez. Mules still scoreless here in the first two minutes of the fourth quarter. Mustangs, just one bucket for them. Hightower Prentice, a triple. That one. Clangs off the backboard, doesn't hit rim. The other way. Strada deep three. That one an air ball.
2: It's raining, folks.
1: (laughs) Raining air balls. Yep. Our some fancy dribbling, but goes nowhere with it. Brill, a floater from the left elbow, won't drop. I was hoping that dropped. It looked good. She was in space, too. Here comes Super working against Hightower Apprentice, right-handed layup, got around her and got it. Jeez. Super quiet here in the second half, but she does have 17 to her credit.
2: She's she's doing her thing. And, I mean, she's getting the switches that we want. We talked about it earlier. You switch with Garl, Now she had switch, Hightower Apprentice, and, and they're just switch. switching, getting the matchups that they want.
1: Hightower Apprentice, turnaround jumper from the free throw line too strong. Kick it out. Koenig. Quick three. No good. Brill the board. That's the thing, man. They're just finding themselves in open positions and they're not shy about putting it up as this time Key will draw the personal by throwing herself into the lane. Once again, George asking what the heck she did, but There was a ton of contact on that. There was. There was a lot of contact on there. So I don't know how she's going, what did I do? (laughs) Let me tell you exactly what happened. (laughs) Chiles, short on the first. Almonte will check back in. She'll take the place of Garl, as they'll go small here for the Mules. Bit of a disinterested bench. I would say from the Muhlenberg point of view. Yeah. Some crossed arms. It's been a long game. Down by 26. And Muhlenberg will take a timeout. Feels like the air has just deflated out of this building. Yeah. And we still have 426 to play. Yeah, and we got a full timeout. Full timeout. So let's pay some love to sponsors. We'll do. We haven't had timeouts during this game. No. We've just been straightforward. So please. To a sponsor. More to come on the Mule Sports Network.
3: Missing that daily basketball coverage you used to enjoy reading each morning? Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football, basketball, and baseball inside and out. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Berks basketball, and now you can find it again at mikedragosports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches and teams, game reports, scoreboards and schedules, breaking news and more. Mike's unparalleled coverage is just a click away. Go to mikedragosports.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
1: You're listening to Ryan and Chris on the Mule Sports Network. Back underway here in Shillington. Mifflin basketball. Koenig, a right corner three. No good. Put back by Georges. Rejected by the side of the backboard. It's the friendliest way of putting that. Yeah. Martir. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Yeah, Swinging around the lace. This offense
2: is not moving much.
1: And interesting, they did take out and they put in Almonte, and they're having Almonte try to back down George on the low block. Interesting choice. Yeah. Almonte, not a forward. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, hey you, do, hey, you do what you have the
2: pieces for. I mean, if you can try and put them in there, you try your best. Especially, we've talked about it, they have that small bench. They have two big people, and they put those two big people in their starting lineup.
1: Governor Mifflin reading that pass from Martier. Martier called for the personal left her feet trying yeah. to defend that one, and it looks like the mules will start to uh quasi empty the bench Rihanna Quinca getting ready to come in she looked it looked good until
2: she left her feet. she thought she had a block there, I know, uh, yeah.
1: First one good by Estrada. Estrada quiet here in the second half. Had a bucket in the first. Now with three. Keles will take a seat. Mifflin will start to empty their bench as well. Second one off to the right. Mifflin sticking with it. Yeah, it's going to be difficult keeping track of all the uh, new names and numbers. There's five of them in there. He's trying to find some help, and finally a timeout here for Mifflin as Ekaterini Pisaki. Uh, Wow. Those are two names. 32nd, but let's uh, hit another sponsor. (laughs) 3.20 left to play, 48-21. More to come when we return from the Mule Sports Network.
3: Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Now
0: back to the game
3: on the Mule Sports Network.
1: Back a little late because of the 30-second timeout. Didn't miss much. Governor Mifflin turning the ball over. Just in time for the Mules to get it back. Hightower Prentice, another turnaround right at the foul stripe. Too strong. Martyr hounding... Jada Armstrong into the game. And Martir will be called for the personal, I thought. Pretty sure, yeah. Yep, there you go. Foul is on Martir. It was very quiet the way that they did that. Yeah, it was. For Martir, that's number four. Brill will check out.
2: That'll probably be it for Brill, honestly.
1: That should be it for Brill. That's where you get to see uh, Cuenca come in.
2: Did they just tee up somebody?
1: Uh, I'm not quite sure. They're talking to the uh, Mifflin head coach there. Referees. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
2: they just teed up the coach. I saw him do it, and I was kind of confused.
1: I don't think he's been chirping all that badly all game long. I guess they just felt bored. I don't know. Had a little sauce here in the last uh, three minutes of play.
2: You must have been saying something because they're giggling down there. I guess.
1: Cuenca will step up to the plate here. It's one of two. Wow. Interesting. All right. That was very interesting. (laughs) Moving along. I saw him
2: I saw him look at them and then he put the tee up and I was like who did he tee up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was Poor like this- weird. I it's just know. been a weird game. It has. Feels like everyone here, including the players, just want to leave. Yeah. Almonte no good. Rebound grab by Sarah Thomas, fresh into the game. That one no good. Vasquez put back, also no good. Finally, Hightower Prentice finds it ahead to Martir. Martir, one on four. Good luck. Spins, throws it off the backboard. Rebound by Gonzalez. <laughs> now, ahead to Basaki. To Armstrong. Just over two to play. Armstrong weaving in between some defenders. Now, we'll pull it back out. Survey. Basaki with the left, and a travel called on her. Duran Reyes will check back in for her second go-around. And a timeout taken here by the Mules. It'll be a full one. So to commercials we go. Two oh two left. Really uh, slowing down this. End of the game. It's 48-22. Let's go to commercials. More to come when we return on the Mule Sports Network.
3: The new Birdie's Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdie's Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
0: Now back to the game on the Mule Sports
1: Network. Under two to play here. Cuenca around the corner. Almonte not afraid to shoot there. Duran Ray is across the lane. Going to have a foul here on Hightower Prentice. No shot. They're going to say it's on the floor, even though she shot immediately afterwards. So go figure. Yeah. That's fine. Minute 45, clock will stop. This
2: game's all over the place, man.
1: <laughs> Sheesh. De Alexis Hernandez also in for the Mules. She'll try to work against Thomas. Stolen away from Cuenca. As that was Basaki coming away with the steal. Nice job by them. Foul was on the mules. That'll be on Hernandez. Her first team's fifth. So that'll put him in the bonus.
2: Bonus. That'll send
1: Bisaki to the line.
2: Nothing but the bonus.
1: And first one, no good.
2: We're just plagued with these kind of games from time to time. It started off with the reading game <laughs> in football, and now we just we just have one. We have at least once, maybe once a month.
1: Katarini Basaki missing both at the line would have been her first points. Three by Duran Reyes, and I don't think that hit rim. Goes out of bounds. Nope. And def-
2: I mean, it looked like it would have been like wedged in between. It could have
1: scraped it, but I don't know. Mifflin content to just about run out the clock here as Basaki gets to Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Working against Cuenca. Drops, tries to get it to Thomas. Swatted away by Rihanna. Hightower Prentice. Duran Reyes leading the charge. Looks around, throws it up. Misses the wide open layup. Stops the clock with 50.3 seconds left.
2: I don't know if they coach fundamentals anymore. She went from her hip all the way up.
1: (laughs) Cuenca fouled by Basaki. It'll be their first foul, I believe, and it will send Cuenca to the line. I put them in the bonus. Yeah, this one in hand. So you know what? We're just going to start with uh, some post-game recaps. That will put them in the bonus. Cuenca, one of two at the stripe. Misses the first. Brill leading the Mules in scoring this evening with 11. Martyr with three. Garl with six as Cuenca misses both. Hightower Prentice with two and Cuenca with one at the stripe. Hightower Prentice grabs the offensive board, gets tied up. Possession arrow in favor of the Mules.
2: Trying to get something off the inbound.
1: Almonte with the shot. That one grazes the bottom of the net. And, oh, my, that was very much unintentional, but Hernandez threw it behind her head and ends up smacking it right off of Megan Thomas's face. Unintentional. Yeah. Cuenca steps in. That oh. one too strong. Grazes off the backside of the rim. Clock stops with 27.6 remaining as it goes out of bounds. But yeah, that's the uh, the scoring for the Mules. Governor Mifflin, uh, it's better than that. Koenig will finish <laughs> with 19. <laughs> Super will finish with 17. And I mean, really, that's just the long and short of it. Is. It Let's face it, this is kind of a mess. <laughs> Cuenca, yeah. ball thrown into the backcourt. Cuenca, left-handed layup will drop. Forget what I said. She'll finish with three. <laughs> there you go. She'll finish with three. Oh. And that will do it. 48-24, your final score. The Mules with three points from Cuenca in the fourth quarter, and that is all she wrote. Mm-hmm. So, Governor Mifflin, they will cruise to another victory here. Uh, Listen, it wasn't much of a uh, smoke show from Governor Mifflin. They have five points in that fourth quarter. So, when I say that everybody wanted to leave this building, including both teams, they combined for eight points in the fourth quarter. So, there you go. Mm -hmm. 48-24, your final score. Got all the scoring out of the way. And taking a look at what Muhlenberg has coming up here, it doesn't necessarily get easier. They do a Twin Valley coming up on Wednesday at home, and then Burke's Catholic on Thursday. That is a bad end of a back-to-back to have to play Burke's Catholic. Burke's Catholic uh, doing what they do just all the time. You wonder how they're going to manage every single year, and they just somehow make it happen. Boys, girls all the above, Mm -hmm. Uh, so that will be a tough game for them as well. Yeah, it will. Uh, And that is uh, Thursday that they get to host them, and then Monday they're at Wilson, which is an extremely tough game as uh, Jones is just lighting it up out there for Mm -hmm. the Bulldogs. So three uneasy games coming up here, Uh, and unfortunately undoes some really good progress that they were making. Mm -hmm. Beat two Uh, games that maybe they weren't slated to win, going up against good teams in their prospective sections, Mm -hmm. beating Ole Valley, who only had one loss (laughs) before that, going in, beating Exeter on the road uh, by two, stunning them. And then, unfortunately, just coming out here uh, four days after that and laying an egg, 48-24 your final score. And, again, they had just one quarter in double-digit scoring. And, unfortunately, it was also a. a uh, quarter where Governor Mifflin matched them with 14 points. Mm-hmm. So even when you were doing things well, coming out of halftime, still just unable to get any type of breathing room. They cut it to as uh, as few as, I believe, 14 at one point, mm-hmm. and then it immediately went back up to 20 with a couple of threes, and that was as close as they would get outside of uh, the very early goings here. So Yeah. Uh, tough sliding up ahead here for the mules, but we will have uh, some of that for you right here on the mule sports network. Uh, we do have the uh, we have nothing else here this entire rest of the, uh, the week, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But we are back in action on the 29th Muhlenberg boys taking on Wilson mm-hmm. as we'll have that one for you. That one a home game. That will be a Monday night game, and then Thursday, the first, we have Daniel Boone taking on the Muhlenberg boys. That one we will be on the road for. Yes, we will. uh, On the first, and then one final contest that we will have covered here for the boys, as actually it looks like this might be our final girls game. I think this uh, is. On the schedule. We still have some jostling around. We missed some games. I had to miss at least a game. We had Mm -hmm. two that I know were pulled off the schedule. So we'll see if we add any back on here, but for uh, for certain we have three boys games coming up in rapid succession we'll have for you right here on the Exeter Sports Network but certainly take a look at the social media channels and whatnot and see uh, if we happen to pick up some extra games Jerry will keep everyone abreast of what we have going on uh, right then and there so if you're not following uh, Jerry Gelliff Media on Facebook and Twitter, highly suggest that you do so because that's where you will find all of this uh, useful information. But, Mm -hmm. again, 48-24, your final score. The Mustangs doubling up the mules here this evening Mm -hmm. in Shillington.
2: Anything else, Chris? Not really. I mean, it was a bad game uh, for Muhlenberg.
1: I want to go home, too, even though I have a cold house. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully not tomorrow. Hopefully hopefully that part works. Hopefully you can get that fixed. But, I mean, not a a good game
2: for the girls. They came out flat-footed, and, I mean, there's not much to say about it.
1: Yeah, that entire first half, it was really just flat, uh, and you can't come out yep. like that. You just can't. I mean, mm-hmm. Governor Mifflin. You, you may say, "All right, well, they're not what they what they were, and they're not like that great of a team this year." And you can say, "Yeah, sure, they're three and three in in the section, very tough section, believe it or not." Yeah. Wilson seven and zero. They're fifteen and one. So when I say that, it's a tough game. Yeah, Burks Catholic. Uh technically they are six and seven but four and one overall in league play as they've been lighting it up. They had a very tough uh non league schedule. Yeah. Reading high is four and two. They're only six and eight overall, but they're four and two. Uh Mifflin was three and three. They improved now to ten and six, four and three overall. So those four wins are going to be doing big things for them mm-hmm. as they try to squeak into BIC uh, B C I double A's. Yeah. And uh for the Mules they dropped to uh one and six in league play we five do. and eleven overall uh yeah, not much else to say. there's nope. really not, not so much. uh if this is the uh, the last girls game that we do end up calling this year, I will say it has been a pleasure bringing you the uh the Muhlenberg mm-hmm. girls hope to do it again next year uh, there's some some you know rumor mill churning out there as to uh some additional uh schools that we may end up picking up at some yeah. point in time but uh, at least for now, it's been an, a pleasure bringing uh, the Muhlenberg girls basketball team yes, to has. you uh, this season. Maybe we'll get to bring you more, but if not, it, it's been a pleasure, and I think that I speak for both Chris and I. Mm-hmm. But uh, as for this one, like I said, doubled up here this evening as they uh, look to finish off strong in uh, their Burks one play and make a, uh, a respectable season out of it. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, they're right there, but... Come out with a little bit more fire in your belly yeah, next time. I, I think that's the uh, the lesson that they'll end up learning from this. But yep. uh, that'll do it here from Shillington. For everyone here, thank you to our sponsors. We wish that we could have gotten to you more, but nobody was taking timeouts. No, they so. weren't. <laughs> you know, we, we got there when we could. Uh, but thank you to Jerry for pulling all this together. Thank you to Chris. Uh, and thank you to our listeners. Without you, there wouldn't be us. So, uh, once again, we'll be back on the air. Uh, not this week, but uh, next week as we will get back at it on Monday as uh, Muhlenberg boys taking on Wilson at Muhlenberg we uh, will be on the air around seven fifteen, mm-hmm. as always. So that'll do it from here in Chillington. For everyone here, I'm Ryan Weaver. Have a great night. Thank you for joining
0: us for Muhlenberg Girls Basketball on the Mule Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, Exeter's Best Place for Entertainment, and Lancaster Full Service Painting. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.